the banks of the Great River, high above the Allure Gorge. This is the Buzzer Podcast. Indie music, new releases, industry insiders, out-of-the-box conversations with guests from the true north, from the west coast to the east coast, to across the pond, and from down under. And now, here is Shay. Hey, y'all. I am Shay. This is the Buzzer Podcast, independent music releases, global coverage. Welcome and enjoy. The Buzzer Podcast will wind down season one of both shows. The top shows of season one will start airing September 6th. The shows airing have the top fan engagement, subscribes, and download count. Today we have Morgan King from Madison, United States, which aired June 15th and ending the night with Zane Coppard from Vancouver, Canada. The original broadcast aired June the 3rd. Enjoy the show. Multi-genre recording artist Morgan King is our guest today. Mirror Mirror released May 28th of this year. Morgan is California-born and living now in Madison, United States. It is the debut single of her solo career. Morgan's powerful vocals and thought-provoking lyrics will astound you. Enjoy the show. Hi, Morgan. How are you today? Wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yes. Thank you for coming on the show. We're here to talk about your newest release, Mirror Mirror. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for having me. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you could hop on the podcast. It was released May 25th of this uh, year. On the 28th. Oh, May 28th. May 28th. Okay. And <laughs> how has the house release gone so far? Um, It's going well. You know, I'm... I'm still quite a, a small, small fish in a very, very big pond, um, but it's um, it's doing well for you know my expectations and um, oh, good. Awesome. yeah, I'm excited to see how things develop in the future with my next release and continue building. Yes, it's your first solo release, right? It is. It is. Yeah. So before we listen to the track, we're going to do a bit of a chat. What attracted you to give up your career in philosophy? You were pursuing a PhD at the University of Wisconsin, mm -hmm. and then you decided to give it up to write songs and chase your dreams of becoming a musician. Yeah, so, I mean, I I love intellectual pursuits, um, and the the thing that really attracted me to philosophy was critically thinking about the world around us and um, the work that I was focused on had a lot to do with um, what we call reactive attitudes, okay. which are, are things like blame and praise and like kind of these moral, moral attitudes that we have, shame and guilt. So I was kind of looking at like, you know, when are these things actually appropriate? Because I feel like so much of our negative emotions and bad relationships with people can often be boiled down to misapplying things like guilt, misapplying things like shame. And 
you, you know, when you use those things and it's not appropriate to use those to direct them that, at someone or yourself, um, mm-hmm. it, it really affects people and it has a really negative effect on their experience. Um, and so I was very passionate about, about doing work in that area. Um, but I felt like, you know, the reason that I, I got into that was because I really, I wanted to have an influence on the way people live their lives. Right. And, oh, um, yeah, 100%. being in like the academic philosophy setting, I felt like I, I, I just really didn't have the opportunity to, spread that message in a way that was going to affect people and like really, you know, on, on a wide scale, have the possibility to like change the way people think about these things. Right. Um, and I feel like a much more effective way to do that is through art because that is like one of the core ways that we, you know, understand ourselves and express ourselves and definitely. Yeah. And so I I feel like through, through my music, I want to do some of that, that I was doing in an academic setting as well. Well, that that, to me, they're pretty much part and parcel the same, Um, both music and um, the application of the study of philosophy. Absolutely. uh, interpersonal human relationships and how resentment, gratitude, forgiveness, anger, and how they come into play. And absolutely, uh, music is very healing. And uh, I, I, I don't see it as the leap. I see it as a continuation of your philosophy. Exactly, that's how I look at it as well. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't ab- abandon that. I just changed the way I'm doing it. And hopefully in a way that, you know, can really have an impact on people, even if it's just 10 people, right? Like, uh, you know, whenever I get a message from someone that's listened to my music and said, hey, I really needed to hear this today. Like, yeah. Like just one person that touches me like so much. Yeah, I can see that. And I can see how you knew release uh, could have had that message Mm-hmm. to a lot of people so when you were studying philosophy did you study Strassen I did um not often do I hear someone who knows Strassen <laughs> <laughs> I did, okay I, t- I took philosophy too I have an English degree but that was one of my <laughs> that was one of my things yeah. yes I did study yeah. Strassen um and I think he had a he had a great a lot of great really great things to say. Um, and really, he actually kind of drove, I think, the whole field of philosophy, like the the niche of philosophy that I went into. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of started by Strawson in a lot of a lot of ways. So that's very cool that you uh, that you know of Strawson. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one reason I was interested in you as an artist. Oh, that's awesome. I, I guess I didn't say that when we were speaking on our pre-chat. No. Yeah. 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 I guess very like, cool. I guess like souls attract like souls. Very true. <laughs> so did you start music at an early age? So the family that I grew up in, um, I was raised by my mom and... Um, 
initially my my mom and I lived with my grandparents um and my grandfather you know he was a huge lover of the arts in every respect um and when his kids were young my mom and and all of her brothers and sisters um he was like it's very important that you learn a musical instrument um mm-hmm. not not even like not necessarily because y- you have to do something with it but the activity of learning an instrument gives you you know a certain perspective and ability to do something that like really influences your life right uh, oh it definitely does uh, yeah and pressure. so he kind of instilled in me a love of music from a very very early age um he was very into classical music and so he <laughs> i still laugh about it now because he he would blast classical music in the house and um mm-hmm. i would be you know upstairs in my room playing with barbies or whatever and he would call me downstairs morgan morgan what composer is this <laughs> i was like this, this little kid and um it was funny because i i eventually like as this little kid started learning about you know all of these different composers and what made them yeah. unique and um you know thinking about the instrumentation and how that affected the sound of the music and so that mm-hmm. was my first sort of introduction to music um that's cool yeah and I so like that. yeah and i played around played on the piano a, a little bit as a kid um and did you know band in in school um and then sort of at the end of high school didn't really think about music as something that you know i i did other than as you know it's it's like learning math or history it's just something you do right yeah um and so i i really didn't play music or write or anything um until after i left grad school and i ended up because I left grad school with no plan of what I was going to do really other than I need to do something else. And I ended up buying a piano um, because that was just something that I liked doing when I was younger and started approaching music from more of a creative aspect for myself, as opposed to, you know, learning other people's songs and playing them or, or anything like that and found it just so gratifying and started to write some songs and kind of took off from there. You've done well. Thank you. you. Thank you so much. So tell me a bit about the Mirror Mirror Challenge. You posted it on YouTube two days ago. (laughs) Yeah. So I would love for people to use my song and, and use it as a way to express their self self-doubt and and through expressing it sort of owning that that's not who they are you know that that those those are the those are the monsters right mm-hmm. in, in the mirror like the, those thoughts that 
that tell you that you're not good enough, that you're not pretty enough, that, you know, you need to change in order to be lovable. Like, that's not, that's not real. That's not who you are. Um, so yeah, if I, like, that's the message that I want people to take from my song is that, like, we have these negative thoughts. We all have them. We mm. always all will have them. But realizing that, you know, you have con- you have control in a certain respect over not necessarily having those thoughts, but but um, whether you adopt them and accept them as true or not. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so Morgan, can you tell us a bit about Mirror Mirror before we listen to the song? Yeah, so the song, pretty quickly, I was getting in the shower one day and caught a glimpse, glimpse of myself in the mirror and I was having a bad day and I was just like, ugh, you know, feeling really down about myself. And while I was taking my shower, I, I wrote this song about seeing yourself in the mirror and really not not liking what you see. Um, and then realizing kind of that that's something that I'm doing to myself. I'm, I'm putting my, I'm putting myself in this prison with my own thoughts of, of, you know, self-doubt and not liking myself. Like, and it doesn't really matter. Like that's, that's not who I am. Right. And so I got out of my shower and sat down on my piano and started writing this piano piece. Um, and it's a, it's a very simple, it's a very simple piano piece, but um, I wanted the, the message of the lyrics to really stand out. Um, so you're not focusing so much on the, the music or the beat. Um, and, and you're really focusing on what, what I have to say because I think it's an important message. Um, and the drums, you one of my favorite parts of the song, mm-hmm. musically, uh, the drums you hear in it are taiko drums that have been sampled. Um, and I have always... That's interesting. Yeah, I have always been a huge lover of world music. Um, I took, you know, courses on world music in, in college. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love using instruments that aren't super common in Western music um, yeah. because they give often just a really cool character um, oh, definitely. To, to the music. Uh, so, yeah, the fact that there are taiko drums in there is really cool. Um, I love the song. You'd be interested in knowing that one of our guests on the Buzzer After Hours is uh, Antonio Tioli, and he has developed a business of uh, bringing music of artisans from the Amazon rainforest to America. Oh, that's amazing. And he just launched a site, and it gives back to um, the artisans. That is amazing. Yeah, and they're building communities. That I taped them last night, so he's on it. He's on very shortly. Well, I'll definitely <laughs> make sure to listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was amazing. I couldn't believe how. Yeah, I, that is very cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. So we're going to listen to Mirror Mirror. All right. 
So what about the video? I love it. I love the vintage uh, turntable. And... Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, I actually also have uh, a music video that I will be putting out. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I am not acting in it. Um, there's there's an amazing, there's a great actress in the video. Um, and, you know, it was put together for me um, by her, her team. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll be putting that out probably in, in the next week or so. Um, well, I look forward to it. Yeah. So this mirror mirror video was produced by yourself and Jordan Beale. Uh, the song was produced by me and Jordan. Oh, okay. So yes. who did the video? Um, it's actually just a video from DistroKid. Oh, really? Yes. Um, Distro, not to, you know, this isn't sponsored or anything, right? But no, DistroKid um, is, is really great. They provide a lot of useful tools to the artists who use them. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was, that was made through DistroKid. That's good. That's good. So, um, is this a paid service that artists use? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's good to know. Good to yeah. Know. You know, but you selected what you had used for the video, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. You did well. Thank you. Like, I like the way you, you, uh, did that. I like the way you did that. So you have been busy in music prior to this release. Yes. So I have had projects before, um, and I also, while I'm working on my solo stuff now, um, my friend uh, Rito Ayani, he is in a band called Lines of Loyalty, um, and he and I have started a, a side project called The Stars Lie, um, okay. and we just finished recording our first single, um, and as opposed to my solo music, it's a lot more... Um, it's it's a lot harder rock. It's kind of post hardcore, something like Slaves or Dayseeker. Um, if any of your listeners know who those bands are, it's kind of in that vein. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll we'll be putting out that song not too long from now. Okay, I'm um, sure they do. I I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been fun to be able to kind of express the the two different sides of me one that's more mellow and pop oriented and one that's m much more hard rock emo sort of music yeah you have a hard uh, it's a hard it's hard go trying to figure out what genre you're in it is i i love to write yeah i love to write in sorry <laughs> i love to write in so many different genres that it, it's really hard to just have one project right <laughs> yeah vocals are very strong thank you and uh the lyrics mean something like it you could uh, uh poetry put to music honestly that that oh that touches me thank you because <laughs> <laughs> that is something that I, I think is really important for me like the lyrics I know these days a lot of people, like, don't, when they listen to a song for the first time, first few times, they don't really think about the lyrics much. Um, but for me, that's one of the most important aspects of a song. It's like, that's why, that's why I listen to music, to hear what people have to say. 
Yeah, yeah. same here. Same here. Yeah. And this is, that's how I approach uh, songwriting too. I yeah. start with the poem. Actually, mm-hmm. I have a do thought, and then the poem goes and forms, becomes alive. Right. Depending on what, depending on my message, right? Right. And it could be anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Something I'm interested, I just want to talk quickly about. You have a music for brains under 88 Smiles. Yes. And it's basically a CD that people can download at their price. Mm -hmm. uh, And 20 minutes of uh, music that motivates and focuses them. Right. So I have ADHD. Like, I, I have such bad ADHD that like the last time I went to my doctor for like a you know mm-hmm. reassessment they have this test that you take and halfway through the test he just looks at me and goes okay oh. <laughs> we, we can help you right um so one thing I I struggle with along with pretty much everyone that has ADHD is uh, you know getting things done <laughs> um and so music for brains, I, I wrote kind of for myself as just like a soundtrack to be like, okay, so it's 20 minutes for 20 minutes. I can focus on a task, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then I don't have to think about anything anymore. So I just, I will put on the record and it, the progression of it is set up kind of to get you like, Get, first get you moving, then get you focused, and then kind of wind down from that. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so you just put it on and start your task. And then when it's over, just <laughs> go back to what you were doing, scrolling on TikTok yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, like, I find it, it, that it really helps me. And I, it's all instrumental because, you know, with ADHD, like it, if there is music with any words in it, I will tend to focus on the words of the song and get distracted and caught up in the song, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's no words, um, kind of almost cha- chaotic sounding in, in certain respects, um, but that's intentional to sort of be stimulating enough mm-hmm. for the ADHD brain that it like helps you get going. Um and I don't know, I find it works for me a little bit. Um, hopefully it helps someone else. <laughs> I actually found it really cool. And I actually, I've, the reason I was giggling is I find it funny because that's the only way I do housework. I go, okay, I'm going to okay. do 20, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and then I stop. Yes. <laughs> right? yes. You know, I, I can't, I hate it. Right. So I the only, the, yeah, yeah, same here. It's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. But I'm also into Ben Choi, right? So okay. I need to have a clean environment, right? Yes. Organized home, organized life, right? Right. And I work from home, so it's a, it's a must. But yes. I think it's pretty cool. That's why I wanted to mention it. Yeah, thank you. I think it's pretty cool, but I'm I'm a little biased, maybe. <laughs> okay. okay, so other than your collaborations with Rito, uh the stars live which is mm-hmm. going to be releasing soon do you have any other collaborations or further collaborations with Rito? um yes so we we will be putting together a lot more music in the future um and hopefully bringing other people onto the project so our, our plan is to to develop that project a lot more 
and I, I see a lot of potential with it. So I'm excited for, for what we're doing there. I'm very yeah. excited too, because uh, I see you as an artist having so much scope in the way that you can apply your talent and oh, genre. Thank you. I guess it's, it's, it's quite, mm-hmm. it's quite nice to see. Quite nice yeah, to see. thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And I, I have a few potential collaborations that I'm looking at doing with some electronic artists, um, but we'll, we'll see what happens with that, <laughs> you know? Uh, okay, yeah. great, great. You're starting out as a solo mm-hmm. artist, so you may uh, have a preferred platform, but what preferred platform would you consider your go-to for fans to follow you? Um, I post the most on TikTok. Um, yeah, I post pretty much every day on TikTok. Um, not, not everything is music. Some of it's just about me and who I am and my thoughts, but yeah. So, uh, my TikTok is, uh, the real Morgan King. Yeah. Good for you. Like for you. I, you know, I've, I've, I've said to a couple of us that they need to get on that platform. And a lot of artists say, well, I don't need to. And I'm like, you're missing out. You're missing out, man. Yeah, they're missing TikTok, out. TikTok is fun. It's fun. <laughs> no, TikTok is a great platform. I think it's um, it's a lot more natural and honest mm-hmm. in a lot of ways than, say, Instagram or Facebook or even YouTube. YouTube's very curated, right? Um, you have the opportunity to be a bit more casual. I think on, on TikTok and, yeah. and that way people get to know you a little bit better. Right. Like I don't want to be this with, with people who like my music. I don't want to be this person who is on a pedestal or, you know, anyone thinks is perfect or flawless or, you know, better than them in any way or curated. Like I want, my handle is the real Morgan King because I want to, <laughs> yeah, I want to be real to people. I want them to see me as a human being who's flawed, just as flawed as everyone else, and just trying to do my thing in this world and make some kind of difference while I'm here, you know? <laughs> well, that's very cool. I was going to yeah. ask you that before we left because yeah. I wasn't sure. I thought, well, is there another Morgan King out there? <laughs> there, Well, there is actually another Morgan King out there. Oh, um, there is. Uh, a man from the UK, I believe. Okay. So you're not going to get us confused with each other. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, but yeah, it's the real Morgan King because I, I, I want to be real with people. I just want to be me. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I love your music. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show. And uh, I definitely want you back on the show. I would be happy to come back anytime. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, good luck with the release of Mirror Mirrors. Have a great night. You too. Zane Colbert joins the show after we hear his new track, The Arrow, released May 5th.
Piero by Zane Cawford is off the album A Solar Flare, set to release late July, early August this year. So hi, Zane. How are you doing today? Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing well. Yeah. How are you doing? Good. Good. I'm not as busy as you. You just put out a great uh, EP, uh, Dew Point. And how many EPs is that? That uh, follow-up from your sophomore album? Uh, yeah, I put out an album called Of Self, of uh, self in, yeah. in August of last year. And yeah. what is different about this? Like, this is very dance hall. Yeah, so Of Self was this kind of intense album that I made. Mm-hmm. It was just, it wasn't the most fun to make. It was just kind of something I felt like I needed to do to process my life and um uh dew point was something i did with my friend and collaborator jasper miller who goes by the name of outback and that was something to kind of do for fun yeah you definitely got that energy throughout all the album it's good yeah so you started as a drummer at eight years old i did yeah um in my family there wasn't much much of a choice uh, you know it was just like what instrument do you want to learn and my dad was a piano player my brother plays guitar and sings and produces and my mom actually grew up with accordion um so i you know i was like oh drums no one plays drums yet so here we are <laughs> and so yeah. what what drew you to the drums i was just always very natural for me i don't know um i, I remember banging on pots and pans and things as a kid and you know even earlier than that and uh hand drums and things like that i just kind of had a had a sense that there was uh you know the the basis of music rhythm and that's just what i connected with first okay that makes sense and you started doing clubs at 14 that's pretty young yeah um what happened there my brother was in this band uh, called Johnny Tango years ago, and um, they split up, and then the bass player was trying out for some groups, and he said, hey, do you want to come and try out with me? And it was some band that took took me a little while to convince them because um, of how young I was, so they, they kept having me back to kind of try out against other players, I guess, and... Uh, Eventually, they ended up getting me on board. Mm-hmm. And then through that, just started playing with other bands, with friends and things like that. Was that your time as a session drummer? Yeah, so it kind of, um, when I was 17, I moved to Vancouver with my brother. And we had a, we have a band called Smash Boom Pal. Um, and we were really pushing it at that point. And through some of those gigs, I got kind of scouted by other bands to fill in and eventually tour. Um, and then it kind of happened really naturally. And I, I was playing playing with all kinds of different groups. Yeah, you've been very busy. So you, you, you created a career in music from a quite an early age. Yeah, it, 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 there, have, there have been moments where that's been the case, where it's all I've done. Um, and you know i i really have felt more of a push to um 
create my own position in music opposed to working with working for others mm-hmm. um, so I right before COVID I actually ended up quitting all the bands I was in because um I didn't want to do that anymore so you want to uh, just you're pursuing a solo career now yeah and uh my intention was just to learn audio because um you know I've kind of just done everything off feel and it's gotten me to a certain point, but I really wanted to understand more technical things. So I've been essentially putting myself through school the past year and a bit. And what are you studying? I uh, just like audio, like mixing and engineering and uh, uh, mastering things like that. Yeah. Awesome. That'll definitely yeah. come into play. So we're going to listen to You Came From Somewhere Else, which is part of the album, the DuPont EP. Yeah. Um, I have a very, you know what, when I was listening to it, I almost felt like a crowd was around me. Like That's it was cool. Very, it's very surreal. I like that. I like that. We get me up and dance. Uh, so t- talk about the creative process of that song. That song, um, Jasper is one of those people who... Jasper, who I made this song with, is is someone who does really well under pressure, and you kind of you kind of need to give him like a stage. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take a moment to get started, but once you're in, you move so fast. And he kind of just had this had this idea that I that I gave to him, and he he essentially mm-hmm. just fleshed out that instrumental really really quick. Um, like many of the songs, and actually way off I, I guess took a little while but everything else was really quick um and he's he's big into kind of dub and stuff like that so there's a bit of that influence in there and what's his background he um he started playing piano when he was super young and he's one of those people who uh is a phenomenal musician and ha- but like his family didn't really like there wasn't much room to kind of that to be a legitimate path um mm-hmm. so he's kind of met some resistance um and his first his first ep as outback he made it after a year and a half of making music which is insane to me because it's so next level <laughs> he's, mm-hmm. he's one of those people who you who you kind of you know, if he's in your band, he cares way more about your live show than you do. In a way, he's a big perfectionist and a really amazing musician. Um, he, we met because he was playing in. Uh, we played in a band together called Diamond Cafe. It's like a neo soul kind of artist, and we met through mm-hmm. through that band. Right, you have him on board with you. Yeah, you came from somewhere else.
I like the track. It's uh, very dance hall. Surreal. It, it was the energy of the crowds that got me. Like cool. at, at first, like when it started, I was like, "Oh, okay, so dance music." Uh, which I'll be honest with you, is not my favorite unless I'm in a dance hall. Okay, yeah. which is fair enough, right? Uh, but uh, it, uh, it really, it really hooked me. I really love the song. That's great. I love the song. Thanks. So the entire EP has personal sen- sentiment throughout it. How do you explain that? And I'm reading from your bio. Uh, you said personal sentiment is layered throughout the album. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like the, uh, how I said it was something, the EP was there to kind of do something more fun. Um, mm-hmm. I think Jasper and I just were having experiences in groups and with artists and people we were working with where there's this big energy of just like propelling yourself forward at whatever cost and not really, you know, being very friendly, I guess. Um, and just forgetting that you're making music, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's in the arts, it's really easy for people to get a bit of a inflated head, um, you know, and they're more caught up in social clout than, than the music itself. And that's kind of the basis of the EP, I'd say. The most most of the themes um, are about our 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 crossover together mm-hmm. in that realm. Uh, and the first song, "Spiritual Love," was a song I actually wrote for Diamond Cafe that he didn't end up using. So I just I was like, oh, I'll just put it on here. Um, I've been doing a bit more of that where I, I'd like to you know, write write for more art other artists more often i guess you were influenced heavily by your upbringing yeah but what inspired you to keep going an optimist by is my default and i'm always you know ready for people to I, i just think people are are often way more talented than they think they are or they have a potential that they you know can't see in themselves and i'm always trying to see that you know look for that in people and i say just people i worked with um as a drummer have inspired me a lot there is a band that i toured with a bunch uh like 2014 and 2015 called drums that was their music was a little odd it was for me it was kind of a new world i was i grew up uh more main in more with more mainstream music around, I guess, and more stuff from the sixties and seventies. And this to me was, I was like, Oh, this is a modern band making music. That's a little bit Mm -hmm. odd. And they're connecting. And I saw it, you know, I saw it because I was there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, Oh, there's no reason I can't do this. You know, because I knew, I think my inclinations then were, more odd than they are now i think as time goes on and gradually making music that's easier to understand well the bands that you toured with or was the session drummer were session drummer with um some of them are remarkably different than the music you're putting out yeah <laughs> can yeah, you do, totally. do, do yeah so, do, do, uh, can you explain why or why not 
I'm just always kind of in that world, very open-minded and just willing to connect with anybody and work with anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, That makes sense. I just kind of saw it as, you know, more people, more, more experience and more people to connect with, you know, music is a very social industry. (laughs) And yeah, that's a bit of an understatement. (laughs) Yeah. It is, you know, it's, it is who, you know, yeah. um, in a lot of ways, because yeah, yeah. yeah, there's such a, um, there's so much music right now, you know, everybody makes music who has a computer. Um, it, it's, it's interesting how, you know, thinking of ways to kind of stick out. Mm-hmm. You find it difficult? Um, I guess it's. It's not something I've ever really thought about until more recently because I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm spending all this time making music. I, it'd be good if people listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I'm, you know, it's just a part of the process. It's it's part of me, I guess, taking what I'm doing more seriously opposed to just being mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, making music is enough like that. There's a part of me that is like, oh, I wish it was that simple. But, you know, it's not. It's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, but there's numerous artists. Uh, they didn't get noticed until well into their career. And then all their old music became hits, you know, because people saw a, a, a new track or whatever. It's happened many times. So your optimism may have proved to be something that works for you because if you keep putting out music, you don't know. Uh, It happens with authors too. They'll write one or two books and the the third book gets attention and the other three, you know, that's the way it is in creative uh, space sometimes. Yeah. I think um, your, your philosophy of why you do music is perhaps more important than ever in the current you know landscape just because there is so much stuff Mm -hmm. so you have to really love it and you know have a resilience of just like continue persevering Mm -hmm. um which is how i you know i i love i love music and that's why i do it it's not everything else is secondary you know Mm -hmm. okay so way off I've already featured on the podcast before on the playlist night. Um, it's very upbeat 80s dance hall. There's just a bit of disco in there too. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it was that done with uh, Outback as well? Yeah. Yeah. He. That was the first song we, we started working on. We've been okay. talking about making music for a while and then it kind of just clicked one night and uh, we, we started on that tune. and. I think that was the first one we finished. Okay, so we're going to get up a boogie with Way Off. We're going to listen to it right now.
Honestly, it took me back years listening to the song. Like <laughs> I, cool. I'm sitting here listening, going, "Do I hear a disco?" I'm going, "Oh my god, <laughs> it's good." And it's actually a disco, a disco vibe. Um, whether it's uh, bigger, uh, small, or larger than a track, uh, it's becoming very popular, especially in the UK. Yeah, yeah. I uh, half of my family's from the UK. Um, Oh, okay. I think that that energy definitely made its way in there on purpose. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, it was intentional. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. that's good. No, I, I I thought it was very forward thinking. I thought it was very, especially from a Canadian artist. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, no, I was yeah. I, I was impressed. I was impressed. So we're going to talk about spiritual love next, yeah. and we're going to hear it. That's my favorite. Oh, great. It's incredible <laughs> vocals. I, I, it's almost like a gospel vibe, but with uh, a different feel. I wouldn't call it disco. I wouldn't call it. It's surreal. But it, to me, it was. It, I felt like I was in a church. Cool. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. It sure beats Holy by Bieber. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> uh, um, what? Uh, tell me a bit about what made you go that route with that song because it's remarkably different than the other two. It's um, yeah. We we Jasper and I met through playing with Diamond Cafe, this artist, and <laughs> you know, I I was like, hey, I'll write you a song. So I did, and that was the song. And I was I wanted to produce it with him on vocals, and it just it never really panned out so i had this song lying around that i liked and jasper also had a tune that he wrote for diamond cafe that never really took shape so we were kind of like uh you know what do we do with this energy that we put towards this potential project that didn't take you know didn't uh Mm -hmm. come together so to to make the best of our situation we just, just put our energy into uh finishing this song and putting it on the EP. Was, You'll, I'm, I'm going to be releasing like a, a instrumental versions of these songs with a couple of remixes. And I'm also going to put the original demo of Spiritual Love on there. So you might like it. It's like, it's a lot slower and a bit more of a vibe in that way. Oh, definitely Low-key. well. Yeah. And very emotive. Um, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we're going to hear spiritual love. Is it how you show your love? 
I really think uh, that that's, uh, that type of uh, music is something that you should really grasp onto. You're very good at uh, very good at that space. Thank you. Very good. Very good. And incredible vocals. I don't know if I've said it already, but incredible. Great. <laughs> Love songs come very easily for me. I've never really had to find it. I don't know. There's a lot to write about there. Oh, God. Where are you most active? Or is it best to sign up uh, for uh, updates on your website? Uh, I say Instagram, just add Zane Coppard, um, or ZaneCoppard.com is my website. And then uh, Insta- or sorry, 
give me a follow on Spotify. I'd say those are kind of my main. Okay, awesome. Um, I'll enjoy your music. Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. I look forward to hearing what you had for us for the rest of the year. Great. Thanks for having me. Cool. All right. Well, have a great day. You as well. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye-bye. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Buzzer Podcast Network. Season two begins soon. The Buzzer Podcast will wind down season one of both programs. The top episodes of season one will start airing September the 6th. These are the season one shows with leading fan engagement, subscribes, and download count. The gratitude I have for the remarkable artists who share their music on the Buzzer Network is over the moon. To our loyal listeners, thank you for tuning in and being a powerful part of our achievement. Because of you, the Buzzer Podcast is top 10% of the most popular shows out of over 2.6 million podcasts ranked by Listen Score. Follow us on Instagram at TheBuzzRollMedia and on Twitter at TheBuzzerIndie. Subscribe, please, at thebuzzerpod.com. Without you, none of what we do is possible. Listen in and remember, without music, our canvas is blank. On-air indie, from iPad to yours, over the airways. Until next time, cheers, y'all.